How's it going, friends and family of the internet? Welcome to the Real AF TV podcast, a show about fishing and random takes from the land of 10,000 lakes. I'm one of your hosts, Josh LeBon, and I'm joined by Tim Wagner. Like always, we're back at it. Me and Tim, we are going to talk fishing and random takes. I really don't know why I just busted in the song there. I think because I did, and I don't know why I did it. Well, maybe <laughs> And it just I influenced have. me subconsciously. <laughs> I might have a little bit of a hunch while I was singing. Uh, <laughs> I <laughs> was drinking. Uh, yeah. There, fine. I said it. I have a little I've bit of... I've had a few of, beers. Uh, you know, it seems to be kind of like a running theme. I did not have any beers. What I do have is some bullet bourbon. Oh shit, dude! Ooh, you hear that? I thought it was gonna make it better, better one than that. That was a good one. Oh, there it was again. There's a good one. But yes, the uh, that's what I'm. Sipping Sorry on. for you people that li- listen to this on Monday morning, like in your way, on your way into work. Right. And you're Just, like, damn, I could really go for a bullet right now. I could God, go for a dude, bullet. Dude, I fucking love bullet. Bullet's like my, uh, one of my number ones for sure. I mean, I say one of my number ones because there's expensive shit that I just don't buy that often. But bullet's one of my two regular go-tos for bourbon. I love bullet. I do. So it's, it's a very good bourbon. Even their little bottles are glass too. Have you noticed that their little tiny, like Sam, the one shot bottles no. are exact replicas of the big bottle. I never buy a little bottle. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna do it, do it big. Just you know being I mean? honest, never buy the tiny ones. I always get in them big ones. Uh, <laughs> but I like Bullet. Yes, there's one whiskey, the only whiskey that's hey, like more Bullet's expensive. Bourbon. That the only whiskey that's more expensive. I shouldn't say the only. Cause there's ton of there's tons of them out there that I see that are just like small batch this and yeah small batch that that yep. I'm just like ooh that sounds good but there's like a Japanese whiskey that Bill Murray is into I guess and oh really? that I want to try that one yeah yes that one I yeah, I don't I'm, know what you know, it's called I'm, I just know it's Japanese and Bill Murray likes it huh yeah I've only had ever had sake that's the only Japanese alcohol that I've ever like well. I've had Japanese beers too, but I think they actually just make them here. I think they brew them here now. I don't think they import the beer all the way across the ocean. All right, man. Let's get into fishing and random takes. For part one here, the fishing topic. We're going to talk about our dream fish or fishing trip, or I assume they go together because I don't really understand why your dream fish would be like in the backyard pond that you can just walk to right um that seems yes. like a weird dream to have because you should have already done it if you had the opportunity <laughs> yes so they seem intertwined to me your dream and, is a reality and if it's not the fuck you doing with your life <laughs> what's what going on your life if it's right there why is it still a dream make it happen seize the moment it's carpe <laughs> diem you know yeah. what i'm saying carpe. yeah catch that carp bud <laughs> And part two, our random take we will get to after the break is, you remember physical media? That was a thing before everything was in the cloud. Physical media, media, media. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's physical media fading into the far distance. Yeah, and we're talking about it because I was, it's past I was, tense. I was more 
picturing like if this was a video, that's when you'll get all like wavy and then like you just show us like sitting, you know, someplace reading a book. Uh, not a book, but like a magazine. People still yeah. read books, but even books. Right. I mean, that's I for later. We'll talk about that right, later. Right. Yeah. Kids. I, was just gonna, I was, you almost, I almost took the bait, man. I was almost going to do it. And then, yeah, don't, you're right. <laughs> talk about fish. Let's talk about, so I'm going to just say my dream fish right off the bat. And I oh, really what? don't completely understand why. Um, but I think it was seeing it for the first time live at, um, it used to have a different name, I think, right? The aquarium that's at the Mall of America. I think it used to have a different name than it, what it is now. Yeah, it was Underwater World, and now yeah. I think it's called like <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I was I was gonna say it was like Ocean Planet or something. Like just just a glimpse. I think in it's the, called Sea Lab Twenty Twenty One. Yeah, Sea like Lab. <laughs> just a glimpse. How my brain works is super fast. I was like, it's underwater world. Now it's underwater planet. Not, no, nope. And then all of a sudden, like in my head, as I'm trying to think of the actual title in the background, I just hear Captain Planet. He's a hero. <laughs> and I'm like, nope, I just might as well just give up because there's no way I'm coming up with the real one now. Nope. Because I got <laughs> Captain Planet. Captain <laughs> Planet's playing back there now. Just, oh my God. just give up. <laughs> okay so so I, I think this is the first uh, mine's a sturgeon there it is oh yeah. out there, which actually isn't that far out of me just walking to a river and catching one <laughs> or going no. to a certain lake like it's actually really sort of a backyard sort of thing but it's not yeah. because i've been taught how to catch bass by you and other friends and i've been taught how to catch um walleyes with other friends and us learning here on the podcast and I've been taught to catch panfish. That's not how you catch sturgeon. It's just not how you catch sturgeon. Nope. But the, I didn't. So I knew that it was something you could do, uh, which was spear for surgeon sturgeon. Yep. But I thought they were a little bit more rare where like, you know, that was more of a limited season or something. Maybe, yeah. I'm completely wrong on this. I just always thought that they were like, they're just ancient creatures. Yes. And that spearing is just kind of fucked up. And I still think it's kind of fucked up, but I literally just saw that some guy speared a 96 inch, 101 pound sturgeon. Holy shit. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my God. In Minnesota? Yep. What? Yeah. That was just like last weekend, I think. No way through the yeah. ice. Then I mean, I mean, has to be because we've been frozen here for yeah. Oh like, yeah, you don't you can't spear <laughs> two three months. Now. I well, I don't think you can spear in the summertime. I, oh, probably can't sure spear can, sturgeon in the summertime. Huh? I think you can only spear in the winter. Yeah, I don't think you can spear in the summertime. Like maybe rough fish, but like well, you can get away with spearing, you know, northern and shit. You're not supposed to. Oh. Uh, yeah, or I, I shouldn't you. say shit you're not supposed to, but like stuff you can't take like that in the summer. In the summer, yeah, yep, that's what I was just gonna say. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and and the weird thing, so talking about that is, I searched the regs, so I just download the regs PDF, the Minnesota um, DNR fishing regulations. I mm -hmm. downloaded them, mm -hmm. did a search for the word sturgeon, nothing, just nothing. I'm like, what the fuck? 
Really? I just watched somebody on Instagram spear a sturgeon, not the one you saw. This is just a different person that I follow. And I'm like, well, what? Because everything about the sturgeon that I read and see and follow is, no, they're protected. They're like, they're protected fish. They're rare. You're not supposed to get them. And then I have this person on Instagram here. I'm seeing spear through the ice. I have um, people that have hung out, hung out with who are just like, oh yeah, no, we just, we catch them at the cabin and we'll cook them up. And you know, if it's big enough, share it with the neighbors. It's a whole thing. And I'm just like, wait a minute. I can't even fucking find the word sturgeon in the regs and this is happening. Like, is everybody poaching this shit? What is going on? Go right. to the website and there's some, there's some stuff about it. Yeah. But I'm just like, why, why wouldn't it be in the regs though? That seems, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. I don't know. I feel so, like, like not saying that you did it wrong. I just feel like you maybe missed something. Cause that seems crazy to me too. Like right. how, yeah. it's a fish we have in our state. How the fuck? Right. Is there no literature on it in the regulation book? Right. Yeah. No, that's exactly it. And I, I, obviously I'm doing the quick because I'm a computer guy. That's what I do. It's like if I don't want to fucking read a whole set of things, I do the old control F. It's going to yep. search this whole document. I mean, I'm not. And it just it didn't. Yeah. So I must have done something wrong because there are. But I don't know how it could be wrong. There's there's like it's the lake sturgeon pretty much that lives here. There are white sturgeon too that are that I think that's actually my true catch. Like that's actually I think my true dream fish. Oh, dude, but, there's some sturgeon that not the ones in Minnesota, but that get like just ridiculous like pictures mm -hmm. of where you have to have like 10 people holding the thing because they're like oh, a thousand yeah, pound dude. fish. <laughs> just yeah. massive. Oh, for sure. I, I follow a sturgeon. They kill people, dude. What? Oh, they, they dude, kill. you sent me one a uh, long time ago when we were first starting to talk about real AF TV. You sent yeah. me like a, a news report or something where one jumped out of the water and landed on a boat or something? Yeah, they kill people because they jump. Uh, not, you know, they're bottom feeders. They won't bite you or anything, but they jump and they're, you know, a couple hundred pound fish or whatever. And your boat's going, you know, 30, 40 miles an hour and one jumps out and it hits you and it's just this big ass heavy fish smacks yeah. into you at 40 miles an hour and it causes some serious damage. I mean, it's right. not, it's not like it, it's super common, but people do die from jumping sturgeon. Yeah. Which is so weird. I never really understood why they're jumping if they're bottom feeders. They jump when they fish. So... This well, that's the same thing as like carp and shit. Like oh, carp, right. yeah, I they're bottom I, feeders too, but they totally jump. Yeah, they jump a lot. Like when you're in a, when you're at a lake and you see a lot of fish breaking the surface in Minnesota, the majority of the time, what you're seeing is carp. I don't know why they do it. Yeah, it's so weird. I didn't research into the sturgeon that far, but yeah, that I mean, I remember all of this now that we're talking about it, and it just seems. I don't know. It seems so weird that a bottom feeder does that. And it just, it blows my mind. Um, but yeah, you can, that that's, we'll, we'll keep going and we'll get more into the sturgeon as, as we go. But I want to hear yours before I just take over the entire 
first half. Oh, <laughs> what are my dream what, fishing? What's your dream fish, fishing trip, whatever? Because mine, though oh, I could go man. to a lake, I have to find the lake with the sturgeon and then get a lake sturgeon. I, I would be completely happy with that, but I think the white sturgeon is the bigger species and that's really the like the gray with the really white belly the almost like shark looking 200 and i looked this up 245 to 208 million years old fish i think that's really the one i'd be happy with a lake fish that would check this box so i know i could do it but it is gonna it would require research and a little travel and that's why i think these are tied together so what's your fish slash trip okay so First off, let me say that I am an avid fisherman. I love catching all sorts of fish, little fish, mm -hmm. big fish. There are so many fish out there that I would love to check off my box, like a dream fish. Like, I'll so like I'll what's, get what's uh, I'll get to <laughs> I'll get to I'll get to the one that is top of my list. Yeah. But just real quick, I'll say like. Yep. Uh, dream spots, Canada fishing, like in the mm. ones where you have to fly to it because yeah. you can't, like, there's no roads. That sounds amazing. Like, as a fishery, that's probably my dream fishery because to mm. be able to fish a lake that has rarely seen any lure or anything else, just the idea of being able to fish a spot where there's no fishing pressure is so awesome to me sure and just the setting even like oh, i don't know if that, you've ever sure. yeah i don't know if there's a lot of people that have been on a lake where there's undeveloped lake shore but just being out in nature and stuff too like right i've had moments early early in the morning where nobody else is out there where like there's a deer looking at me from the you know like i'm fishing mm -hmm. but i'm also in like this wildlife sanctuary you mm -hmm. know and I've had a moment with a fox before where like we just oh, stared, nice. yeah, stared at each other and stuff and it, just cool stuff like that. And up right. there, like, I don't know if anybody's even like any of the animals are even running away. I feel like it's like the, right. I think the Galapagos islands has certain animals down there that won't even run away from you because they're not scared of you because they don't see you as a threat because they don't know what you are. Right. They've never seen anything like you. And they're just mm -hmm. like, what the fuck is this guy? Like, right. You know, they're just. And you're um, like not big enough to pose a threat to. Right. They're just know, like, I'm like not. They just don't feel threatened by your size or your right. lack of sound and stuff like that. Yeah. They're you just don't. Like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You don't come off as a predator. They're just like, right. it's just a dude. Weird that he's wearing <laughs> things on his body. Like. Right. Boy, That's weird. <laughs> probably looking down. Yeah. Poor fella. He's got shit all over him. <laughs> he's covered in shit weird <laughs> just all this stuff but no that's the dream fishery as okay. far as dude fish i could go on for days on ones that i want to catch yeah, arctic, could. arctic grayling aren't even big fish but they have a big old fin what is on that the back again what is an, it I... an arctic grayling Okay, that's what I thought you yeah, said. Yeah, they don't even get that like, big, okay, but the so back, this... yeah, it has a huge dorsal fin for the size of it. It's a smaller fish, but they're just cool. They're like fish that you would catch in a river. I think you fly fish for them. I don't even know. That would be awesome to catch. Bonefish, uh, marlin, uh, overseas they have like the feral perch. 
that's just this tank of a fucking thing like a you know maybe you think perch is small no massive like <laughs> six seven hundred pound fish just monsters jesus and, dude yeah and then and there's i mean like i say marlin but like marlin sailfish any of those big things that you catch in the ocean those are cool but when you start talking about that whole other rod and reel setup of where you just troll and when you're catching them it's like literally a physical feat Mm -hmm. of you fighting this giant fish don't get me Mm -hmm. wrong i still totally want to do it but that's not my top that's not how i fish here and that's not how i want to fish as my dream fish so the true answer because it is an ocean fish and i want to catch a monster but you also catch these just fishing with upsized shit like you would for a muskie around here is tarpon tarpon i want to catch a big old tarpon and you 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 can fish those top water and the blow-ups on those things are ridiculous and as you're fighting them dude they're jumping like 10 15 feet out of the water and yes and there's still like a couple hundred pound fish that are just and they look cool they're they're like giant shiner minnows (laughs) <laughs> they're just silver i would have never thought about that but that's really yeah, funny they got real weird looking faces though like the <laughs> the way their their mouth opens like that one muppet that just makes the meep noises is that his name i can't even remember yeah <laughs> the one with the crazy hair and the, yes yeah yeah <laughs> and he just like doesn't have a nose it's like his mouth starts yep. like right in between <laughs> his eyes and just comes down <laughs> Mop, mop, mop. That's, that's what, what a tarpon's face looks like. That's what a tarpon's face looks like, yeah. <laughs> and like that's that's the number one. That's what I can't think of a fish that I would want to uh, catch more. Damn, but that's there's crazy. a there's Is a it... bass like fish down in Australia. Dude, so many I could just. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could. That we'll just have to go down the list. Like after this, we'll have to go down. There will be dream fish, and then. So we'll do we'll do dream fish and then we'll be like, okay, what about number two and three? And you know what, Tim? <laughs> Fuck it. Let's just do an entire podcast where you just talk about the fish that you want to catch. <laughs> I could do it. Oh, I know you could. You could easily do an hour of, of it. Could do it um, easy. Like uh, for for this month, we're gonna put out an episode every day. <laughs> and it's just it's just you talking about your the fish you want to catch <laughs> right yep oh shit that's funny so what is it about the because i'll take over again here with the sturgeon and i think it was when i saw it and like it's ancient look and it's kind of like a shark too i guess for a, like i assume it feels Dude, like a so shark. gnarly looking yeah they're so gnarly looking and it is part of the big like the size of them, the fight, um, like that, that physical challenge that it is the physical mental challenge really that it is to catch one is part of the reason why I want to catch it. But really for me, it's a matter of like, I want to hold this ancient thing. And I, I know this fish itself is not 200 and fucking 8 million years old. I know that I'm not stupid. It comes from a line of fish that have been around that long. And this particular fish is maybe 10 or 12 or 13 or fucking 20. I don't know. But just to hold it, right? Like, I think that's just one of the, is you see it 
when I see I see it in aquariums and I just look at that thing and I'm like, it's going to put up a hell of a fight. And then you just get it in your hands and just go like, damn, this thing is so cool. Right? Right. Yes. What is it about the tarpon? Like, I mean, I'm not a big like catch and release. Like, I don't have a problem with it, of course. Although, whatever. The catch and release thing is fine. But it, I like to catch fish and eat them for the most part. But for some reason, my dream yeah. fish is still the sturgeon. Because I would eat a sturgeon too if it was the right size. I'd be super stoked on it. Right. So I guess I'm still, you can kind of hear me just making, like I'm saying a lot of things because I'm still kind of working out why is it, what is it about this fish? So do you know what it is about the tarpon that got you? Oh, the fight for sure. Yeah. The size of it, the fact that it fights like a bass, that it's going to be jumping out of the water and the fact that given the right time of year that they're coming in shallow enough that I can fish for them just like regular, like go cast them, actually seek them out. It's, there's definitely a time and a place for everything. And like I said, it's still fun to catch them. But when you're driving around in a boat, just dragging a lure behind the boat, it's not as fun to me as actually seeking out the fish, finding them, Mm -hmm. casting towards them, getting them to bite. Like you made the lure move in a way that made them bite. Like it's, it's you physically like, yeah, I made you bite this. Now I'm going to (laughs) fight you. You know, yeah, where sure. the other one is like you drive a boat and, and that, hope for the best. That's a little bit different too. Like when I'm here up north doing it myself, like I found the spot, I was in the right spot, I mm-hmm. drug drug the lure in whatever depth and stuff and got them to bite. Like that is more gratifying to me than like you go and you find a guide down you know, wherever, and they yep. just drive around and all of a sudden they're like, oh, there's a fish on. There's, yep. And then you just run over and grab the reel and fight them. Like, it's still fun. Yeah. But even even actually hauling in the fish myself, releasing the fish, yep. or like taking off the hook out, like the whole process. I want to yeah. do everything. And like tarpon is like one where like, you know, the fish are big enough that you're going to, probably need help with multiple people to land it but you <laughs> still getting it on the boat yeah, yeah, the landing. yeah. <laughs> you still get to land it or you know uh i think when they're a certain size too you don't even take them out of the water but to just oh get really? it up there I get suppose. the yeah get the hook out of the water put your hand in the gill plate and actually just hold it for a second to just be like yes mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know something about those real big fish too like if you're just doing catch and release you get it up to the side of the boat you pop out the hook and you just let them swim back like, yeah, I, somebody else drove the boat and the hook got in you and then I reeled it in and then they let it go. So I literally just fought you and that's it. That's that the only it. part of the fish catching process I did with you, you know, like. Right. But even, you know, smaller fish I like to do too just because it excites me to catch anything big of a certain species. Right. But I think it's it's the draw of being able to do everything I would do with a a smaller fish, but having it be a couple hundred pounds and, <laughs> and having, having that fight, you know? Right. Like yeah. some of those, you know, like you can fish like that for some, um, the, the fish just fight different. Like a, yeah. like a halibut sounds, sure. that would be awesome to fish, yeah. but those are just tanks and the way they're flat. 
And if right. people aren't familiar with a halibut, they're one of a number of different uh, fish in that same species where they're flat fish that have like both of their eyes on the same side of their, if you ever seen Finding Nemo, there's the one scene <laughs> with the, mm-hmm. the Mr. Halibut or whatever. And they like, they, they go in his bed and he's underneath the dirt and he comes up and then they get on the one side and, and the guy's swimming around and just like, oh, where'd you go? Where'd you where'd go? Because you you they get on the one side of him that doesn't have any eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. But but that fish puts up a hell of a fight. But I never it's would be- have thought that. Yeah, but it's because they're flat-sided, like how they, how they lay. You're just trying to pull them sideways up through the water, so the, sure. the resistance. But they don't fight. You know, they're not, they're not making runs towards the surface and jumping and... Yeah. And really putting on a show, like just to be able to see that fish get airborne too, right. to just be like, holy shit. Like, even yeah. if you don't catch them, like just, God damn, did you see that thing jump? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh my God. Which yes. again, yeah, part of the sturgeon fight too is that. Like, yeah, because not sturgeon all sturgeon jump. come up and out of the water. But when, again, we already t- talked about it as like, well, yeah, sturgeon fucking kill people by jumping out is like, yeah. That's that would be a gnarly sight, and the sound too, right? That has to have like an audible, that an audible effect that just hits you in the moment so much harder. Like you can't just—it's not just the visual; it's the splash and the splash out, the splash back. Oh in. yeah, like yeah. Oh, it just has to hit you in the in the right spot to yeah, just make to, your adrenaline peak even harder. Right, and those the. You know, like the the tarpon get like completely airborne and flail and stuff. A uh, mm-hmm. uh, sturgeon almost breaches more like a whale, right? Like Where some of them, the tails in still, yeah, and just right. flops on its side. Yeah, it's pretty rare for them to get completely out of the water, but they come up pretty good out of the water, and then they flop back in. And just to like you said, it'd be like going to a fucking Sea World, man. Just just a. <laughs> comes breaches the surface and then you just hear the like oh man and i'm fighting that thing right now you're fighting that like you saw that jump you had an amazing moment it's not over keep going (laughs) keep going it's probably gonna happen again i don't know if it happens multiple times with the sturgeon but the right the tarpon man i i just it blows my mind to think that a fish that's a hundred some pounds leaves the water like a bass and you see it with like if you watch shark week at all they show great whites do that shit um, oh my god they blow up on you don't shit. catch great whites and they don't yeah that's also them attacking it this is a fish it's got something in its mouth and it's trying to take care but take right. care of that it's trying and to it throw leaves the, hook. the water completely like yep. a largemouth bass you're like what yep oh my god it's crazy yeah. to think about um what because okay, so this is for me. If I were to do sturgeon, I think I could do a sturgeon here locally, probably a lake sturgeon. Um, I could just ask somebody because again, I've hung out with people who are like, oh yeah, we we catch sturgeon, sure, yeah. I'm mean, like, okay, cool, let's go do that. <laughs> I I I want to do that. Can I come join you? I that that would be my version of it and that's that'd be fine i don't really have a problem with like it's like fishing with a buddy essentially right because these people these are like sitting around the fire people that i've just friend of friends and shit like that 
So that that's fine. But you're talking about a tarpon. This is an ocean fish. This yes. is an experience that you are the your dream experience is you essentially go fish for this thing like you fish for a largemouth bass, which you do completely on your own. Yes. Completely on your own from start to finish. You yes. You know where they are, you got the boat, you go to the spot, you do you have the how would you even achieve that do you, have you worked out that part well, of the tarpon hunt no so so it'd be it'd be the actual like i'm fine with going um because i don't know the area or the structure that they're on and stuff okay i'm fine with getting like a guide and having them bring me to where the fish are okay. it's just mm-hmm. to to even because because i'm confident that if you gave me enough time with the resources and stuff i'd be able to find them Sure. But I'm cool with taking that shortcut where I'm just like, yeah, dude, <laughs> just show me where the fish are. Right. And then once you, I know where the fish are, I'm just like, okay, now I have the rod and reel and the lure and I'm going to cast it out and make the fish bite, you know? So yeah, I got you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's not like a hundred percent from start to finish. Like I'm not trying to bring my own boat out into the ocean and, mm-hmm. and, and fish for these things. Cause okay. It would still yeah. be satisfying to you. Like you said, there's a lot of it. Well, and it's, I think it's true. I mean, I can, as, as the non-fisher on the podcast here, I don't, I still get pleasure from going out on somebody else's boat with somebody catching fish. Like it's all fun. It's still super fun. Yeah. But you were very descriptive of like, it's very satisfying to do it all from scratch and then so i put that on the maybe i put that on the tarpon trip slash fish uh from the beginning maybe i did that to it and it wasn't necessarily you so i get it though because that's that's exactly why i I asked the question i was like dude you're not gonna get an ocean boat obviously i mean i guess you could rent one but then like the gear and all that shit is like how do you even fish the ocean (laughs) right no it's it's just the experience of like, I am the fisherman, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and instead of like, I'm the guy that's just going to reel it in because I feel like some of those other big charters and stuff mm-hmm. are people who don't even like really fish that much, but they just have money. Yeah. So they're like, I'm going to give you money for you to give me this experience. <laughs> and that's it to just be like, I, you know, like I knew a guy we we went to school with the guy. I don't need to bring up his name, but his dad like didn't have a boat, didn't fish at all, nothing. But he had mm-hmm. a giant ass marlin mounted on his fucking wall. What? Because he had money. Oh my god, that's weird. Yeah, and just had money. It was like, and yep. you know that, that he didn't catch that fish. He just no, he caught the fish. Oh, but, but he's not a fisherman. Like right. he just he had money. Yeah. Went down there and was like, you. here's this money. Go, right. go put a fish on the line. Yep. I'll reel them up and put them on my wall to be like, look at what I did. And it's like, right. you didn't really, you just reeled in. You did a very small portion <laughs> of it. You, you were the manual labor winch. You <laughs> did <this> operation. <laughs> you did what an electric motor could have done. <laughs> It's like congr- I like I that to me is just like it, right. it's still like I said I would still love to do it 
but I'm not going to be bragging to people. I'm not going to mount that fucking thing on my wall and just be like, you guys see what I did, you know? <laughs> and just like, yeah, you worked your ass off to pull in a big fish that somebody else did all the work for. Like, you you did very, it's like going to one of those fucking trout ponds. Right. Where they, they're That's so great... used to just eating the food that you throw in that they put a hook in one of the pieces. Yep. And all of a sudden, boom, you boom. caught the trout. I've mm-hmm. fished one of those before because I'm not real well versed in trout. And like we were just looking for something to do in the, we were in North Dakota or South Dakota. I can't remember. And uh, yeah. And that's what it was. It was we that exact there, experience, right? Like they just put a hook in a piece of food that they feed you know, regularly. Like you, it. it all unfurled in front of your face. Yes. Cane pole with no reel. You didn't get to take the thing off. They cleaned it for you and everything. Like you paid money to get in there. And I literally just put a rod down and then lifted a rod up. Oh my God. And that's all you get to do. And you're like, all right, this would be cool if I was three, I guess. (laughs) Just get to show your mom. I caught one. This is not what I'm all about. Great. Great. And she gets back into, she starts reading her Vanity Fair magazine again. Yeah, and I just uh, wanted to make a reference to the second half. Who <laughs> fucking has magazines? Seriously. Yeah, and then magazine. they 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 force you to keep all of them too. They're like, yeah, because whatever, there's too many of them. If you catch yeah, it, you keep whatever they catch, you keep. The coolest part about that whole experience was watching them clean them. Because <laughs> I don't know if you ever seen that before, but it's not like we clean fish around here. The trout are completely different. They like the slid open the stomach and yeah. just like take out the guts and then they just like i forget exactly how it goes but there's some sort of an incision they make and then they just like grab the jawbone and vroom, all the bones vroom. that's cool yeah it's super cool that's cool was, and see you can learn something there like okay that's what i learned but you didn't learn shit else no no not at all and it's like i wasn't even expecting to learn anything but i didn't even really have an experience i had such a shitty experience that I remembered it and talked about it on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> about how shitty it was. Yeah, I said, don't do this shit. That sucked. Because <laughs> if you're real, if you actually like fishing, you're going to fucking hate this. Yes. I literally asked, like, I don't even get to take it off the hook myself. And they're just like, nah, a, you know. Uh, yeah, there's just like insurance or whatever. And just like. Can I sign a waiver that says if my dumbass hooks myself taking off a fish that you guys can't sue me? Like other way um, around, but I got you. You can't sue them. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Yeah. Can I, I would sign hope they a, wouldn't sue you. Can I not. sign a waiver? <laughs> right, I fucked it up. Can I, can I sign a that? waiver that gives me immunity? Like it <laughs> says that no matter what I do, I'm I'm good. No, I completely screwed that up. Yes, I butchered it terribly. I got you, though. It doesn't matter. We need to waste no more time in this place. Don't go to trout farms. They suck shit. That's fucking lame. So how? (laughs) So for me, with this, um, with the with the sturgeon fishing, right? Um, Mm -hmm. I follow this spot on Instagram. They're in BC, and they are catching the white sturgeon out of rivers that are coming out of the mountains. Yeah. They're, they're huge. They're huge. They're doing science on them. So like, it's, it's one of these situations where like, 
yep, you catch the fish. It is protected. Um, you you can't you can't keep it. There's no intention of keeping them, but right. they're like tagging them or they're they're documenting them. You know, like yep. measuring it. They're taking a bunch of fucking numbers. You get a cool picture. You get to hang out in the mountains and freeze your ass yeah. off holding this fish in the water. That, it's all pretty cool experience. And like I've sort of already worked that out in in my head i'm like yeah i'm fine with that <laughs> right and that area too is amazing oh beautiful beautiful yeah like that i didn't put that in my list of things because you already said it but for sure like you literally sit in a valley of where all the mountains are i mean like the yeah. water's at the lowest point and then right. you just you're surrounded it, you know, people drive through those areas just to look at the mountains like just this is drive, gorgeous. Right? Yeah. And you're catching a massive fish in an amazing setting. Like anytime that's a possibility is just awesome. Yeah. Any anywhere, yeah. anywhere at right. all. Right. You know, like I uh, me and my dad um didn't know shit about tarpon fishing. But both of us were on the same page. Like, yes, tarpon is awesome. <laughs> like, this is what we want to do. And we were, uh, it was a family vacation to Florida. And we went and we're like, hey, can you put us on some tarpon? And the and the guide was like, eh, you know, it's not really that time of year. You know, we went down and it was like the same time of year it is now. Oh, okay. And, and they were like, eh, when it's colder like this, the the tarpon are out in the deeper water. Mm. you know so we could mm -hmm. but we might spend all day trying to catch one and never actually get on one mm -hmm. um or he said i got a bunch of other kind of fish that you can catch up here like and then i know that i can put you on fish mm -hmm. and we were literally like yeah like we want to catch fish so let's do what you you know we know let's you can do, do. yeah and i get excited catching anything i haven't caught right. before it's super right. cool and he brought us to like the mangroves in Florida, oh, and beautiful. dude, so cool to yeah, you're literally so cool. you're fishing in trees that are in the water, but it's not like there's any shore. It's not like anything around here. Yeah, you're just kind of in the middle of nowhere, but for some reason you're also in trees. Yeah, it's like and, an it's like forest, but the floor is water instead of ground. Yeah. Yeah, but there's still like so deep drop offs cool. next to it and stuff. Like he knew spots where nice. we were just driving through trees for a while and some places are shallow and all of a sudden we come into like this open area mm -hmm. and he's just like, yeah, so we're going to fish right here. And we caught all sorts of shit, man. Nice. My dad caught a small grouper. I caught what they called an oyster cracker and it was like this little tiny thing that had the giant mouth where it looked like I could just take its mouth and like push it inside out. What? Like its mouth was so big and its body was so little that I could just like force its body <laughs> through its mouth the wrong way. Like, so, what the fuck? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And my mom caught these sheep's head, which are different than the rough set rough fish that we have in Minnesota. Okay. They like have molars. And here they, or down there down there down okay. there they have molars like sure. people they chew on their food you catch them and they have like a little person mouth they have like legit molar <laughs> teeth and you're like that's the weirdest fucking fish that is weird yeah they're white and black striped and uh oh, okay. a blue channel catfish i caught it was nice bright blue bright blue really yep my sister caught a stingray and a puffer fish 
Oh my god, that's yeah, badass! So awesome! Like that was one of the best trips of, of my life, and and it was literally like the guy just going, "I could put you on all sorts of shit, <laughs> but tarpon's gonna be a little bit hard this time of year." Right. And we're like, "Yeah, dude, let's go for all sorts of shit." Oh, and uh, sea trout. We caught quite a few sea trout. Nice. And sea trout have big ass teeth. Really? Yeah, dude. Oh shit, I did not know that. Big long fangs. You're like, really? oh my god. Fangs. Yep. And the dude said that they were awesome to eat. So we caught a bunch of stuff. So note to anybody else out there thinking about fishing for tarpon, I guess you gotta go like in the summer. Right. Gotta find the season. Did, That's yeah. pretty cool though to hear that you and your dad are on the same page. It's almost like, God damn, dude, I really want to do that. Film it. And like that'd be fucking cool. They yeah. To find out when the right season. So I guess that to bring it back and, and like to give you the last word on the topic is like, so if it, you do have to actually do some research to know when to go down there and when the tarpon are biting or like it is one of those situations where you're not going to find yourself being the electric motor <laughs> to reference back to what you said when you are able to take this trip, you're not going to be the electric motor because first of all, you're going to actually do some research before you even book something. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah. I, yeah, I, well, I'm going to like, if that's the, one of the reasons that we're going to the, the area, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm going someplace, I'm going to try to, you know, like, well, let's if, just say if the I hypothetical know here though, is that like, you're you're booking this trip to go catch tarpon. Yes. Like that do your that's your dream fish. So we're booking the we're booking the tarpon trip because we don't have them in Minnesota. So we gotta go to Florida. And you have to do that ahead of time to say, like, well, that means I have to book it between June and July or whatever the fuck, right? right. I mean, you yep. have to do some research yourself. So automatically you're taking yourself out of this electric motor position, as you right. explained earlier. Yeah. What else would like what else do you have to do to make sure you're not just the person reeling in the fish? Have you thought well, about that? I, I think I think it's kind of, you know, more of like what you just said. Just do the research and try to figure out who you're going with cuz I kind of got fucked on that when we went to Florida a different time mm, uh, mm -hmm. me and my wife yeah. to go bass fishing. That's right. Where I remember I told you the talking guy, about this one. Yeah, before. where I told tell the tell a little more about it though. Yeah, well, so I wanted to go fish like artificials, and it was earlier in this year, and I wanted to go fish, um, you know, like the the bass were all spawning, and I wanted to go like find spawn beds and toss like soft plastics in there, and you know, kind of bounce that around, and this douche gives me this old like first off shows me all of his nice like abu garcia veritas setup like he's got like a ton of different really nice rods and reels and i'm like oh shit yeah so this guy's got legit equipment and he's gonna set me up and i'm like sweet and we get there and he gives me like this old ass fiberglass rod which is whatever like you know some of those fiberglass rods work really well for casting but then right. it's got like a garbage ass uh bait caster on there 
and I don't know how he's got it tuned up. I didn't really play with it much. I get mm-hmm. my first cast, and it backlashes a little bit. Not bad, because I know what I'm doing, but it goes right. a little bit. And there's, like, another fisherman, like, kind of coming. And he looks over at the other guy and goes, Backlash! Just like it's my first cast with your garbage ass setup. <laughs> Sorry, I backlash a little bit, and then I fix it myself right away. Like clearly, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, and I reel it back up, and he lets me take like three more casts before he's just like, "We're really not going to catch any fish like this." Like, yeah, probably not because you got me just casting around the fucking rattle trap. I don't know anything about the water. Like you, clearly, when I say like I want to use artificials. And I know what I'm doing. You don't tell me what the structure is like. You don't tell me how deep we are. Like I have no idea where I'm at or what I'm doing. All I know is that it's like it looks shallow. The water's dirty as shit. Right. And there was an alligator relatively close to us. So I'm a little (laughs) bit distracted by that too. Because I'm like we don't have to deal with this shit in Minnesota. Like is you know but. Like, am I going to end up catching that thing? Like, fucking yeah. hey, does, does, do they go after lures? Or right. they, like, what's going not to, on here? Yeah, not to mention we're fucking freezing. Because <laughs> oh, for whatever cold. reason, it was super cold front. Like, he loaned us a jacket or whatever, but it was like 30 degrees that morning. Like, <laughs> one of the unprecedented, like, weird, like, this doesn't happen much here. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, we just left Minnesota to get out of this shit. Like, and I didn't bring Bye. a coat, but this is, you know a nice morning in Minnesota this time of year. Right. Yeah, but I wasn't course. ready for it. Right. We're in Florida. I'm not supposed to wear all this jacket shit. But then he ends up just um dry he had us pull minnows um just on like a slack line behind his bass boat. He's driving with the big fucking motor and we got to be in like two feet of water. And he's Jesus. just kicking up the fucking ground and everything. Right. And, it's just, and like motoring through, dragging a fucking minnow. Ugh. Like a For big, bass? This yeah, is it's like a fishing? big, like, yeah, it's like a big shiner or Cisco or some shit. I don't mm-hmm. even remember what the bait fish was, but we're dragging it directly behind the boat, driving in like two feet of water. Like over what should be like spawning beds. Mm-hmm. And we caught one fish. And then he tried to talk it up. And he's just like, you could, you don't catch fish like that in Minnesota. Like and, I, and it was like a five pound bass. And I was like, well, I mean, I've caught bass this big in Minnesota. And he's like, but I mean, you, you, that's the first fish you caught. That's not something that's common in Minnesota, is it? Like, no, but this fucking thing is like spawned out. And he's like, yeah, and if it wouldn't have been, it would have been your biggest fish ever. Like, but it's not. It's not, though. It, it has. It's Stop the biggest. Selling yourself. It's the biggest <laughs> mouth I've ever seen on a bass. But this thing looks unhealthy. <laughs> like, I've caught monster fish that put up a really good fight. Like, this was kind of garbage. <laughs> so, I it's- mean. And the cold front, like, I can't really blame him. Yeah, you him can't for hold having, that against the guide, but... Yeah, for having a hard time, but it kind of right. pissed me off that he gave up right away. Yeah. And I, I just... I hear... Ugh. What I'm hearing here is, like, you needed... 
this is another fishing trip that you need to do is go bass fishing in Florida again, but go with a, go with a guide that'll let you fish boat. You need a guide who knows the area and, and can say like, yeah. okay, this is usually why we would fish this area. So like, if you go back to episode 15, uh, we talked about bass, bass master, uh, going on Fox and we watched the Bassmaster elite and we were talking and they were in Florida and they just knew they know spots. So you can tell when these guys are just driving to a spot, right? They're just, they're taking their boat and they're going right to a spot and they're hitting yep. a spot. They're not trolling or whatever the fuck you were just talking about. And you, yeah, they were doing that trolling shit I was talking about how, that I don't like, except for we were doing it in two feet of water for bass. Yeah. And like you need to do, you need a guide that'll just say like, here's the local get up. We would use, you know, we would fish here because of this and this, and you need to ship your gear down there or buy shit when you get there. Right. Like, well, grab, grab your rod and reel, but then get the right bait or for the day or whatever the fuck it is, because you know how to fish bass, even yes. if it is in Florida. Like right. they're and not fucking different species completely. It's not like a tarpon out in the ocean. Right. Yes. In in an ideal world, like I might not know how to fish those lakes like straight out of the gate. But an ideal world, that would be the one where I would have a boat. I'd bring my boat down there. I would do mm -hmm. everything. Right. Like sure. I would do my research. Yeah. I would have a lake map. I would have an understanding <laughs> of the depth of the water, where I'm at, what the structure looks like. Like right, he's just right. like, yeah, go. Like the fuck am I even casting at, dude? Like <laughs> all I know is that it's water here. I guess I'll just cast around. I'm afraid to like, you know, yo-yo it or kind of like the retrieve. I'm scared to do anything, but just cast out and reel it in because none of it's my stuff i don't know where i'm at like right. i'm just yeah it was it was so bad like yeah that's to sucks, be a dude. fisherman and to not tell the other person what's happening at all is yeah. garbage and yeah. i hated that guy he he was all shady and stuff didn't explain to us that we didn't need a license he just said it all stupid. Oh, like he, we're just like, do we need to get a license to come? And he's just like, no, don't. He, the way he said it wasn't like, you don't need to have a license when you're with a guide. He was just like, he, <laughs> which he is what the answer is. Yeah, he was right, and and he was literally just like, oh no, nobody's gonna come out check us or whatever. Oh and, god! And I'm just like, he was basically just like, "Don't yeah. worry, the DNR doesn't ever right. come around." And where I'm we're like, going I'm not trying it. to do illegal shit here. Like, <laughs> I want, I want this to be legit. I don't want that to be hanging right. over my head. Right. You know, a story forever. Like, if I do catch a monster bass, just to be like, "Yeah, ten pound bass caught illegally. Look at that shit. Look at me. I'm a poacher. Like, fucking right. a." Yeah, I got you, dude. For sure, for and sure. And then we took extra time, so he was already kind of pissy because I took time going and buying a, you know, a temporary um, deal. Yeah, yeah, temporary yeah. license. And then when we get there, he's just like, you didn't have to do that. <laughs> just like, well, what the fuck ever? What you... the fuck, dude? Well, when we finally get down to get you and your dad tarpon fishing... We'll, 
you'll have better research done because you don't want to be oh yeah that just was reeling in a fish you don't want right. to just be reeling in tarpon you want to fucking be a part of the catch which i think i wonder how like can you just call the guide and just be like hey just so you know i really want to be part of the catch like how fucking cool would that be if like the night before you go to meet with the guide yeah and and they help you help you learn yes how to catch the fish and that, they, and you guys strategize yeah. together like that's the shit right like is that is that right. something you would try to do that would be awesome like yeah, and even even in the morning even if you just want to let me in on your plan i'm totally cool with that to right. just like sit me down show me a lake map and be like here's what they do here's how they move you know yeah. like Fuck here's yeah. why i want to hit this spot and what mm -hmm. i think we're going to be able to do or whatever yeah. And then we get there and I'm like, oh shit, bro, you were right. Look at all those motherfuckers. <laughs> and then like then we catch them or whatever. But yeah. Uh no, definitely I do my research on everything now. That was that was a For lesson sure. learned. And that For was sure. I don't know how old, 14 or 15. I wasn't old enough to drive when we did that. Oh, okay. I know that. Sure. So that was a yep. long time ago. Yeah. And a lesson learned back then to like do your research to find out what you wanted. For sure. And then later in life, that was just kind of another lesson learned with the bass fishing that yeah. where when I talked to a guy and he said that I could use artificials, I'm like, this is the guy. Nope. Nope. There's a lot more to it than that. You gotta, you gotta ask some more questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think, I think that what, like what we just said about there is like the asking the questions is, is something that I would, I would totally do unless it was just like, you know, Hey, got this buddy that catches sturgeon like go out with him but yeah i would i would do the same thing like i already said i follow this one these these group of people on instagram so i know kind of what their deal is is like we catch them and we do science and then we let them go it's like i already kind of have done research just by following them because they post really cool videos of sturgeon catching right. so yeah it's i don't know man it's fun. It's fun. It's fun to think about. It's fun to to strategize. But we yep. gotta we gotta cut this off because we're gonna get into physical media in the random take, and we've getting way too close to our <laughs> hour long podcast <laughs> already. But hey, that's what happens when you're uh, when you're a fisherman and you're talking about fish and the dream situation. We're obviously gonna have to revisit this for other fish, so. Let's cut it off here and let's get into the second half. Got to take our break first. Let's go. Here comes the break. Turn up your subwoofer. Welcome back to the Real AFTV podcast. The break is over and we are going to talk about physical media yes physical that was a media. thing <laughs> it has its own jingle physical <laughs> media dude. i okay so here's how here's how i came up with this topic first of all the pandemic has made us realize like how valuable and useful and whatever the internet is and we're just like everybody's oh just gosh. on the internet yeah it's so crazy yeah like it, yeah it's absolutely crazy we've uh, Pretty much America realized we ran out of bandwidth at some point and like we need to start building more. 
infrastructure to support <laughs> what the internet is capable of. Right. And and um, it, the geeks were right. We've been working our way this way the whole, like for a long period of time, right? Like ever since yep. the first iPhone in like 2005 or something like that. And it just, it got amplified very, very quickly. And the thing that made me think about it was we were checking out at the grocery store the other day and there's still magazines at the checkout. Yes, sir. And there's like a whole wall of them. And I literally looked at them and I said, so magazines are still around. They sit there. Who's actually buying these at like who grabs that magazine while they're standing in line, throws it on the belt, lets it go through the scanner and then goes home and reads it. I'm thinking nobody, but the magazine company stays in business because the grocery store has a minimum purchase of 50 uh, magazines, right? Like you got Sports Illustrated. They have to buy 50 at a time to even get Sports Illustrated on the shelves. And they just keep doing it because yep. it's part of the business. Like, I don't know, whatever. We're a grocery store. We make all our money off the food. Who gives a shit about these magazines? We'll just keep the subscriptions going. So we have this cool looking wall and it's not empty. Right. Well, I was going to say when you said who buys them, I was going to say me. I do. <laughs> But then I thought about it because I no I <laughs> I buy fishing magazines. Okay, good. But I, those magazines are not in the aisle. I don't buy that garbage that they have in the aisle. I don't know who buys that old <laughs> senile crazy people. The people that sit at home like all day every day with nothing to do. However, they make that happen that think pajama pants are something you should wear to the store you know <laughs> those are the kind of people that are grabbing like the i've never met anybody who's ever bought the national Enquirer. right all you do is laugh at the cover hey look at the stupid <laughs> fucking bat boy you know <laughs> like right 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 and and like those have been out forever forever and I've never seen anybody buy one ever. No, but they're always there. <laughs> and so, and but I remember, like, right when the pandemic hit, mm -hmm. like right at the aisle was like all these prepper ones. Every oh. every magazine had a person yeah. on the cover. Either it was either like them holding a gun or it was just guns, <laughs> and they all had masks on. And that was like, before you're masks not talking about like masks mandated. like what we get used to, like just yeah, masks no. over your nose and mouth. You're talking about a fucking full on gas mask yep. that filters out, right? No, I'm talking about like just a surgical mask. Oh, but, okay. But like this was before they were mandated. Like, oh, okay. This was like right after it hit, and they're like, yeah, maybe it's a good idea to wear that. And it's just like doomsday preppers. And they had like real hardcore names, just like end times. And, you know, and it's like a guy with a fucking surgical mask, but he's holding the like a tricked out pistol. OK, like yeah, it's just sure. it's just got, you know, all the attachments on it. Laser sights and fucking yeah. everything. <laughs> right. A, a stock on it so that you could put it against his shoulder. Right. 
It was yep. ridiculous shit. Yep. And a scope for, you know, whatever reason. Because the laser know. doesn't work sometimes. Yeah, you, you got a laser and a scope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so, well, you're you actually okay. So I actually, actually don't have anything sense. against physical media. I don't have any I mean, just generally speaking, physical media. We'll get into more, but I want to stick with magazines and like I think magazine paper is fucking awesome. I love the feel of magazine yeah. paper. I also really like the like um the layouts, right? Like I think I think physical layout is really cool. There's a smell to it. I think it's I think it's good stuff, but I'm just like, you do know and this is coming from a privileged place, it's like you know that the iPad version is outselling that magazine. Like that physical right. magazine. Right. If it wasn't for grocery stores just buying the shit to put it yeah. on the wall. Yeah. And I mean, the reason I buy the magazine, so I don't really understand why everybody, you know, like what the draw is to some of these other magazines and like why, if this is Mm -hmm. something that you're into, you can't just go and search it out. Maybe there's more to these other topics that I don't know, but here's maybe this will make more sense when I finish this thought. But when I buy a fishing magazine, like in fisherman is like the go-to mm-hmm. um i will buy that because they touch on multiple different species and they'll talk about rods and reels and they'll talk about a certain pattern for this kind of fish and and they'll just have all their different ideas of like what's going to happen and mm-hmm. it's not necessarily something that i know to search on the internet you know yeah. like i like reading through it and them telling me about a hot bite like if you want to catch panfish this time of year, try this. And I'm like, I didn't even think about doing that. And I definitely wouldn't have thought of searching it. Right. So I'm glad you just gave me this compilation of all these different things I can think about. And I go, Mm -hmm. you know, good point. Didn't think about doing that. I'm going to go catch that. I'm going to go try to put this to good use. And I never would have thought of searching just that. I mean, I could have gone to a fishing website, but a lot of times I don't like looking through different fishing websites either because Mm -hmm. you know it like you said the layouts i like to be able to open up to like the the i can't even remember what the fuck it's called the index oh yeah i like to open up to the index and see all the different articles and on that page and page 40 fucking nine has the shit about bass and page 51 has the shit about sunfish and the index is a lot of times what i check before i ever even buy it Sure. You know, I open it up and I'm just like, oh, yeah, that article. Oh, and that pattern. Yeah. Oh, and you're talking about some new rods that are coming out? Like, yes. Uh, I'll definitely look at all this stuff, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's the thing is like this curation. Um, like uh, this could be a whole nother topic, but like the death of expertise is a real like thing. I've, I've heard that people are writing books on this. I have notes written down in my phone of like there's a book, I think, called The Death of Expertise. And there's this like thought that everybody is an expert at everything now because all you have to do is Google it and then, you know, spend a few hours researching it. But Google's, first of all, Google's algorithm, if you have it on your phone, they're feeding you things that you think you like. It is not what InFisherman is doing. InFisherman has these experienced people that are writing these articles and you're looking, you're getting stuff you didn't even know you wanted to see. Google's trying to feed yes. you stuff it thinks you know or you want to know. Right. And 
that's not what you want because it's just all stuff you've already similarly searched for. It's just more shit about that shit. Yes. Where when you buy the magazine, you're learning something new because you didn't even know you wanted to know that. Right. It's yeah. It's like just giving you shit in the realm of it. Right. You know. Yeah. And it's all topics that are just right because still all fishing. Right. Anything yeah. related to to fishing could possibly talk in there. Yeah. And but Google will only feed you bass fishing because that's all you've been searching. So it just continually feeds yeah. you bass fishing. Do, 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 and do, even do, for do. some reason, the advertisements. I enjoy looking at an advertisement in the magazine. Yeah. Even layout. if it's relevant to what I'm looking for on a website where like mm-hmm. buy this lure pops up and I have to wait to click the skip ad click yeah. part. I'm just like fucking bullshit. I'm not listening. Fucking asshole. Shit. Listening Get out of my way. Shit. Yeah. But in a magazine, I'm just like, Oh, look at that. You know, yeah. Rappos got this new lure. Yeah. Yep. Because it looks good, it's cool. You can turn the page at any. It's like it's on your terms, but like you get that ad right, on YouTube, true. and you have to wait five seconds, and you're like, yeah. I didn't want to fucking watch this right yeah, now. Get out of my way. Yeah, it's something about them throwing it in there. Yeah, like because yeah, like you said, like I can turn it whenever I want. So I'm like, add, add, add. Where's the article? Here's the article, and then I can go back and look or whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll catch my eye. Maybe it won't. But when you force me to look at it, I'm just staring at the fucking. Skip ad in three, two, <laughs> one. <laughs> right, right. Because you just stare at the skip ad button. Yeah, like your eyes are locked in. Like, okay, two. All right, one more. Right. There, there we go. Or I ignore it, you know, like where it says like six seconds and I look away to do something else. Like, eh, <laughs> right. that should be about time. <laughs> yes. I actually, <clears throat> I have a really like, I don't want to say strong feeling, but we pay for services with the commercials we always do like our discovery plus and our hulu and stuff like that we always pay with the commercials and i regularly think to myself yeah i want a lot of those commercials because i never knew that that existed or like i want to learn more about that and like it's advertising serves a point because like you said rapala has a new lure out oh shit if I didn't see that ad, I wouldn't have known that because I'm not going to the fucking store every single day and looking at lures. And right. now I'm going to specifically go to the store to get that one. So that way, when I go fishing next weekend, I got this new lure. Fucking cool. I'm pumped on it because right. the weekend was already planned to go fishing for. And I just went and got this lure where it would have been like six weeks until you went and got it. And then fucking that season for that lure is over. Shit. Right, yeah. And the other thing, like videos, it's a little bit different story with the ads and stuff. But sure. with magazines, when I'm buying a current magazine and I see the advertisements, I know that they're relevant current advertisements. When right. I am trying to do research or whatever and I'm like, what's the best rod I should get? If I'm not really specific or look at when this article came out, Mm-hmm. I might get a list of like what the best rod was four years ago. Right. And not even be able to find, like do all this research and be like, what did it say? And you're, yeah. you know, a rod is a bad example, but like I've had that happen with like mm-hmm. fantasy football mm-hmm. where I'm just trying to like do a little bit of research where I'm just like, who's, you know, what's the depth chart look like? Who's this receiver? And then I'm reading through and I'm like, what, who? Then he got traded. 
oh shit, I'm looking at 2018 stats. Right. Fuck. Yep. Yep. And because 2018 was just so hot for that search that that's still what goes to the top. You're like, fuck. Right. Exactly. And it's just hitting me with not relevant stuff. Yep. And with a magazine, like you're guaranteed, like this is the current issue. Everything in here is relevant. Yeah, like Rapala decided three months ago that they were going to advertise specifically in the April issue so that way they could get that lure advertised to this person or these people about that fish. Right, and a you lot of I mean? times they're showing you stuff that's not even out yet. Oh, They're yeah, like, the new, here's right. upcoming things, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and to find that on the internet is a little bit hard because there's mm-hmm. all these, um, like... I sh- it's unfair to start talking about like bullshit sources, but that's what it comes down to. Like if you have a reliable source on what you want to look at, mm-hmm. that's a different story. But like, right. I know if I want to know about fishing, I can go to imp fishermen right. and they can tell me about stuff. Right. But like, if I'm like, Oh, I want to know about this cheesecake recipe or whatever. Yeah. And it's some like mom blogger. That's just yeah, who just wrote enough somebody. letters to get high in, or who wrote yeah, or, huge or just food yeah. blog on this one thing. And so right. Google just hits it up to the top because she's got enough keywords. Right. Or just repost somebody else's shit. It's because they mm-hmm. that's the most annoying thing to me ever on YouTube. I like to find videos like mm-hmm. I mean, for example, uh, I'm sure anybody listening could relate to this. You hear about something on the news and you're like, oh, I heard about this video. I want to see what happened. You go and you put it in and you want to see just that video. You know, they're like, here's a 10 car pileup. And you're like, 10 car pileup. And do you find that video? No. You find a bunch of idiots trying to be like at home reporters (laughs) who post a video of them talking about it. And they only show you a fraction of it. They still show you the same shit that you saw on the news, and you're like, "Fucking hey, they show I wanted you to the see the whole same thing." Shit, yeah, they show you what the news did, except yep. for now you got some doofus trying to tell you, just like trying to put on his two cents. Yeah, but now it's just like a shittier webcam version. <laughs> right, and I think that I mean to tie it into real AFTV quick is like that's something that we're trying to not be like we're trying to bring credible real information that's why you'll hear me if you listen back to other podcasts if this is your first episode thank you awesome welcome you should go back in the backlog and you'll hear me credit things like i'll say like this came from britannica right this is an in fisherman article and you uh, for a lot of the fishing stuff you're just personally experienced in it and you you keep saying like hey no i i do my research i do a lot of this ahead of time and this like the reposting thing is just like, yeah, we don't, we don't want to be that. We want to be that reliable source. And that's right. Like that's sort of what this, we're not trying to be a fucking magazine. Right. But <laughs> with, we can't be with right. years of experience. It's well, not possible. Right. But and, and putting, yeah. And putting ahead. it in and putting it in different words or just like presenting the facts that you see yourself. I'm just saying like, you know, we're, this is like original content. Theirs is just kind of, they're regurgitating what the news said. They're saying exactly, you know, the same thing you already saw. It's the exact same thing you already saw with less production value. (laughs) Like I just, all I want to see is that clip. 
Right. I don't care about your two cents, you know, like if that's what somebody wanted, fine. You know, like if you came to this podcast, you wanted to hear us talk about the stuff. You didn't come here, you know, for whatever reason. But yeah, like when I'm trying to find, like when I type in 10 car pileup, I want to see 10 car pileup. I didn't type in dude talks about 10 car pileup from his mom's basement. (laughs) Right. Exactly. So uh, to talk about the, like the, that, the video of the internet, because that's where you're talking about, or we're talking about YouTube and stuff like that, you know, and this like, um, there, there was this, there used to be this physical barrier to creating content. And I've, I've been part of that. I was like, I was creating content, um, with snowboarding and stuff like that in the early two thousands. Um, and it was, you know, YouTube was very much in its infancy. We didn't, not everybody had fucking YouTube in their pocket and stuff like that. Um, and there was this sort of physical barrier where people still expected DVDs and then there were Blu-rays and those things are still around, but there was this like physical barrier. You had to go one step further to get stuff on, but now you just directly record to YouTube and we probably sound like old crabby men right now, but we're not, we (laughs) love the internet. We're on YouTube right now, youtube.tv, real AF TV on YouTube. Check us out to ease. Uh, like and subscribe hit the bell (laughs) 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 of course i'm playing it up but but i'm serious though about the like physical media is like there was you know there there was this barrier of physical media that just made it more difficult where dude in basement with webcam was not even possible to be out there and and get eyes on it and that that's gone now do do you look back fondly on your DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff like that though. There are certain aspects. Like I really miss going to the movie store. Like oh, I, yeah. I like a pandemic thing. I mean, the movie no, theater. But I mean like the, no, not the movie theater, like going to like the movie rental place. Oh yeah, for sure. I really liked going there and trying to like, Oh, I heard this movie. Come. I would, I would go out the day that the movies come out. Like I know movies dropping this day and you'd go there and you'd get there like later in the day and you'd be like, fuck, they're all gone. But now I get to walk around and browse and see what, looks good and and all of a sudden like what for whatever reason that night just kind of like the magazine thing like Mm -hmm. i wasn't looking for a rom-com but for whatever reason tonight i see it and i'm like you know it looks okay i'm sure my Mm -hmm. wife wants to see that and Mm -hmm. like let's give that one a shot tonight like i wanted to watch a movie they didn't have the one i had but i found another one Mm mm-hmm and now we're forced to, if you want a DVD, you got to get a Redbox movie. And mm-hmm. and I, I hate that process. I just, <laughs> I really don't like it. There's a lot of stuff wrong with that. I'm not going to go off on a tangent about it, but it's just, I don't need it to be that easy. I'm, that's not the complaint mm-hmm. that I'm making, but like no, you, lose I get a, you lose a lot with the ease of mm-hmm. it i'm fine with taking more time and going into a place and renting mm-hmm. it and sure you know sure. but yeah. they they just like those are like almost non-existent i think 
Oh yeah, around there's like here. one in every other town. Like, yeah, that's what one. I was gonna say. I think there's one in uh, Sock Rapids here, which is yeah, you know, there's one of like six towns in this small. Yeah, I shouldn't say small area, but that's like. No, you're making a, a really good point. 20, that's what I was gonna 15, say 20 minute drive from my house, and like, <laughs> that's too and, far now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Because you got to bring it back to that same spot. It's not like a red box where I can grab it a half hour away and then just bring it back to the one by my house. <laughs> right. 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 Did you ever see the movie Be Kind Rewind? Jack Black and Danny Glover. It was like. It was about physical media. It was about a dying, like the dying physical media. And they were just, they were sticking with VHS tapes. And that's why it's called Be Kind Rewind. You're, I think I saw that. Yeah. Doesn't he put on like the, did he like made a, like Jack Black, like produced a real small budget film and then they like play it in like a barber shop or something? Yeah, pretty and, much. I mean, that's yeah. how, yeah. I mean, spoiler well, that, alert, but yeah, that's pretty much how that movie ends is like, yeah, that store's dying. They refuse to move off of VHS. You know, they just and yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty much it. And it's um, it's pretty much explaining or it's that there's still fun to be had in that sort of environment. And it's it's a it's a good movie. Uh, do you, so we talked about in in just in episode fifteen we talked about bloopers being on VHS. Like, do you still have? Do you have any VHS? Like, I think the VHS player is gone, or VCR, I guess, is what they we used to call them. I think they're yeah. gone. I don't they're think just, we have. I don't know if it, like where a VCR would be, but um, I for sure know that we still have tapes around. Yeah, yeah, I know. For whatever reason, I know that we got two copies of the original Home Alone, and I know my parents still have one in the wrapper because we never unwrapped that one. <laughs> So we have an original VHS of a Home Alone movie oh still God. in the wrapper. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah. I. So you like the experience of the physical media, like shopping around. Do you even buy them anymore? Like do you buy Blu-rays or DVDs? No. <laughs> no it everything that I have is like on digital media. So right. now, now like that part's cool. Like it's already there. I just turn it on and I have it. Yeah. You know, there's yep. like, I know I was, it's a little bit of a, a contradiction to be like, I don't need it to be easy, but when it is easy and it works, like the stuff that's streamed into your house, like right now I'm binging the Sopranos Yep. and I'm like with having HBO max and the ability to just watch a Soprano episode after a Soprano episode and then stop it and then turn it back on whenever I want. Yeah. It's so much more convenient than actually yeah, having dude. the Blu-rays and like whatever. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, yep. there's no way I'm getting the Blu-rays for this. <laughs> but renting a movie. not getting an eight disc set. It's just not happening. Right. Renting a movie is a different story because those are still something that you can't get or you have to go and like spend you know, like movie theater prices to get them when they're coming out now, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, you can get it in your house right away, but right. there's, there's something to the, like also the quality, like yep. I like having a Blu-ray yep. and really seeing like the sound and, the and full, not having, like and not having to worry basically. about, yeah, yeah. And not having to worry about like any leg or anything. Yep. 
Like I know I'm putting this in and it's going to play immediately like it should. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, you don't have to worry about like an ad running in the beginning of it or buffering in the middle or something like that. Right. Right. Yep. 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 For sure. And we still buy Blu-rays um, like Soul, like Pixar, Pixar Soul. It's on Disney Plus. We have Disney Plus. We watched it the day it came out or like two days after it came out. Okay. And then I just looked over at Sarah when we got it and I just said, uh, so we're going to buy the Blu-ray, right? <laughs> right. And, and she goes, yeah, of course. Like support, we're just going to buy the physical media out of support because they come with the digital copy now. So I unlock the digital copy right away, but it's also on Disney plus. So we don't even really use the fucking digital copy anymore because we don't have to, but it's out of convenience. The, the right. Blu-ray still 100% the way to go when you really want to watch a movie it's oh, the yeah. quality is so much better. Like there's this, the compression, the colors are set down. Um, like this isn't supposed to be like, this isn't supposed to be us talking up physical media, but weird enough, it's turned into that. No matter how much we don't use physical media anymore, we're kind of like physical media is dope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, people like it's a, not not like a quality over quantity it's like a, it's like a quality over ease yeah like, convenience quality over convenience yes yes so many people convenience. are just like you it's, choose convenience it's so, every time yeah yeah and it and it depends on what you're talking about you know like mm-hmm. like i said like the sopranos i'm going to binge that on the hbo max and not worry about it cuz i don't need it to be super good quality right but right. if we were talking about you know whatever it might be the new like 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 planet earth right planet earth is so much better on blu-ray than it is when you're watching it streamed because the quality of the video those people out there are artists with a camera getting in there and like the oh the underwater stuff oh my god being able like seeing the colors just anything seeing the earth and nature and everything and and its colors like it should be mm-hmm. versus a, a lower resolution yeah, version. The yep. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just not the same. No, we have Dis- we have Discovery Plus right now, and um, Discovery Plus has BBC Earth on it, and I put it on this morning out of convenience. I have all the Blu-rays. Damn right I have all the Blu-rays. And it also has ads in it then too. So they find the breaks in, you know, between scenes and they throw in ads because we pay for that version. We only pay for that version. Like I said, sort of at the beginning. Right. And it was like, yeah, I mean, it's fine. It's good. It does the trick, but it does not stack up. It just doesn't stack up. I mean, that's all the discovery plus is, uh, whatever compression that they're using. It's good. It's good. Everything right. is is very much 1080p high res. Like, yeah, we don't stream in 4K because I don't have the TV for it right now. But it's 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 good. It looks really good. But it is not the same as plugging in that Blu-ray and just letting no. her buck. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, <laughs> we don't. There's not much more to say about it. It's just no, like it, not really the, the quality of a physical thing in a lot of cases is better and most Mm -hmm. people are just content with 
good enough these with days. With convenience. Yeah. It's One like, thing. It's good enough. I have it now, and it's not that bad. Right. Yeah. Just like, well, One right, thing that I've been finding out. So I bought it. I bought a CD. It was Run the Jewels Four. Actually, I bought. I bought the physical copy of Run the Jewels Four, even though like four months before the physical copy was pressed, they released it. So I'd been listening to the MP3 uh, for a very long time, and it was a physical download of the MP3. So I wasn't even streaming it, uh, and. Then I got the CD and I was like, killer, I'm going to fucking jam the CD. And I, I put the CD in and I'm driving to work and I was like, huh, I'm not sure that this sounds any better. And it makes me think now about how, well, eventually, right, we're going to be able to stream near 1080 I would, or near the Blu-ray quality, I would assume. I don't, I don't know enough about like what that all entails and all that shit. But where I'm going with this is, the the sound of that CD did not impress me enough. I was like, okay, I guess this is my collector's item. I, you know, this is how I paid them, even though because I got right. the Blu-ray or the CD for free when they let it all go months ago. So I'm just going to continue to listen to the MP3, and it it was kind of like, huh, shit. I guess that means you know everything eventually will just probably stream from the cloud. Good enough, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, and I mean, if if ever it gets to a point where the digital media is as good like just like you said with the cd then i'm like whatever i'm totally cool right you know if you want to make it just as good plus easier i'm not gonna argue (laughs) but right you know like but with the cds like i i remember record record stores are dead they gone uh, like the booklet, kind of going back to the magazine thing, like the CD booklet. I love the art. Um, and like, what fucking CD was it? Jay Z's Magna Carta, okay. I think is what it's called. Like, I bought the physical CD only because the art was so fucking cool. Like, it had these blacked out um, parts of it. It was almost like a, a redacted document, but it was actually scratchable. Like, it was. Um, like a scratch off cart or like a scratch off lottery ticket, right? So it yeah. looked like a redacted document, but you could just scratch off the like quote unquote black marker and and then see what was underneath it. And so like it was just it was it's so cool. It was like it was its own art piece. But you damn right, I just brought that CD home and I popped it in the computer, ripped the MP3, and that was it. It was it was just game over. <laughs> like, right. I never grabbed the CD again. Right, right. Yeah. But there's still something to the physical presence of it. And I'm actually there with video games now. I don't know where, like you have said before, I think we've said it on the podcast before, is you you bought like Call of Duty. And now you have a Switch. This is like, I don't have physical media unless I'm literally considering a collector, which I keep saying, I think here, is like, I say that the Blu-ray, okay, I get it because that's the quality, but like, the the CD run the jewels. I was like, yeah, well, that's fine. That's like a collector thing for me now, right? Because I have the physical edition. Cool. I literally only buy video games physical if I consider it a collector's edition. So very often I find myself buying the collector's edition, right? The $70, $80 version. Yeah. Because it's collector. But then there's time. I can tell you it's happened more than once. I sit down. I'm like, all right. I'm going to play this now. 
Please insert disc. Ah, shit. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have, like, I don't know. I'm still not on, like, really on board with the digital copies of video games. Yeah. I don't know what that is about. Like, <laughs> something about, like, I mean, if the game's already in there, it's different. But something mm-hmm. about, like, opening up the case, taking out the game, sliding it in, mm-hmm. like, to play, it's just different. Hearing it actually, like, load up. Like, the disc spinning. Yeah. And, like, when you push it in, it just makes that... Yep. Like, it still has that noise to it. It's There's like, something about it. It's, like, nostalgic. Plus, just to, just to have the physical copy, it's, like, I just own something it feels weird especially for the amount of money sure like a physical copy costs the same as much as the digital as copy. a digital sure mm-hmm. like why does it not cost any different all i do is <laughs> download this right you know? to get to to have a completely digital experience like you're buying zeros and ones you're literally just buying zeros and ones where when you go yeah. to the store and you spend 60 dollars, you have something in your hand that tactile Feel yep. and smell and everything. And it's the exact there. same price as the thing that you had to pay for the disc and for the case and have somebody do the cover art for. And mm-hmm. then and then there's a booklet in there. Mm-hmm. And then they had to ship that to a place, you know. Oh, right. And yeah. it's the exact same price. Right. I just, yep. for me, a lot of times it's just like, why wouldn't I buy this? So I have something I can hold in my hand and be mm-hmm. like... This is mine. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. For sure. I've been so talking about uh, like DVDs and Blu-rays because we have a ton of Christmas DVDs still. And by the way, we did a Christmas special, really FTV. Go check us out because on YouTube, we have a Christmas special. There's even a video segment in there. It's great. I loved it. There's a lot of physical... uh, moving of discs in this house in our house when it comes to christmas and it's funny because you brought up home alone and stuff like that is like there's something to that that feels right like when the movie comes to an end Mm -hmm. it just ends it doesn't roll into the next thing because that's what the algorithm thought that you were going to look for it doesn't start throwing up an ad for this christmas video because that platform decided to spend too much money on it and they need to have people watch it and get your ads in (laughs) like it just it just fucking ends and you have to get up and you have to change and you have to pick out the next one like from this physical. And I was just thinking it hit me this year because of having a baby. I was just like, dude, our kids are not going to have that experience more than likely. They're not going to have the, like I wake up in the morning and I have to pick out something and put it in. And I had so much, this is this, I just probably sound like an old fogey saying all this, but like, there was something to it this year that really hit me when changing Blu-rays and DVDs in and out of the player this year during Christmas. Something specifically about the Christmas movie experience that really hit me. I was like, man, I fucking love this. Yeah, dude. And this like the same for me with like video games and stuff. Like 
going over to like where your games are, like choosing one, taking it out and like putting it in there. Now it's so like immediate where there's like the load times are barely there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, do you remember what it was like to switch games? Oh like, yeah. Like you're like, I don't know if I really want to get up and switch. Like <laughs> kind of, yeah. you know, you get upset with like something that would happen in the game and you'd be like, damn it. <laughs> I want to switch games, but I don't want to get up right now. Whatever, yeah. fucking, I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> and now you can just be like, "That was stupid." Close out of it and just start playing another game immediately. Yeah, yeah. And like you just hit the you hit the PlayStation button and you go over and you click on a next thing and you go and you are in a new game. Yep. Yep. Immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah, I can't. I can't say that I had like the the Christmas experience that you did, but I definitely understand. Like, I think more Mm -hmm. minds like that whole movie thing, you know, like, yeah, my kid's never going to experience like going to the movie place, like looking around, trying to decide what movie, like, I, I know it's not for like the same for everybody, but like going up to the register, Mm hmm. And like checking out with my movie, but mm-hmm. then asking them if they've heard about, you know, one that I've heard mixed reviews on. Right. And just like Yo, getting that human interaction this? review, basically. Like, right. You know, right. this person, this person fucking sits in the movie place and watches movies all day and has yeah. many, many people come through and they just have these little chats every time they're checking out. What have like the last 10 people said about this movie? Right, exactly. Sure, and, sure. And you get to hear somebody actually tell you versus, you know, like the Reading shit about that, it on Twitter. Yeah, or like what we've talked about before, you get the reviews that are just asinine because <laughs> some people are idiots. <laughs> right, you know? like the Amazon review, didn't ship on time, one star. Right, and <laughs> the... I, and. As far back as I can remember, like critic reviews on movies have so many times been dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> like you're you're trying to like get a review on one movie and you just wanna know, like, you know, like I wanna hear somebody be like, Yeah, it was a pretty decent movie, you know. I mean, like mm-hmm. it got a little bit weird at some parts, but it finished pretty strong. I, I would say I would give it a watch. Yeah. And instead you got somebody being like, you know, just, um, I thought the use of, uh, contrast and, and, uh, that it felt a little pretending they're a film expert, right? Just all this stupid shit and you read. And by the time you end up like finishing the review, mm-hmm. you're like, I don't even know what the fuck he just said. <laughs> I just but, wanted to know if they thought it was a good movie or not. I have no idea what he just said. Right. But the 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 first person in the example is the clerk at the movie rental place who is used to these 30-second interactions and knows how to deliver the 30-second interaction. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> he's not trying to tell you the whole movie thing because you're not asking for, like, tell me everything about this movie. <laughs> right. And... Yeah. What did you think of the cinematography? Were they using the correct lenses? Right. 
I really thought the movie, you know, <laughs> just come in and just be like, I've read a lot of reviews, but I wanted to hear firsthand what you thought about the acting and stuff. Did you think that they all portrayed their characters pretty professionally? Like, <laughs> was it, was it? That is uh, not a 30 second conversation yeah, did, that you have they, with a human. <laughs> did they, did they all uh, perform to the correct era? Because I heard this was placed in the 1940s. Was it all, you know, could you, could you tell that it was from the 1940s? Cause that's what I really care about. Like, I don't give a fuck. I just want to know if it was okay enough to watch. I can formulate my own opinions. I don't right. want your <laughs> opinion on everything about it. I just want you to be like, yeah, it was pretty good. Right. I, I, <laughs> you know, or like or like the people that just say like, if you like this kind of movie, like if you saw this movie, if you liked that movie, you would probably mm. like this movie. Right. You know, yeah. th- those are the kind of reviews I want. Yeah. But it's hard to sort through, and again, so you've lost the you you've lost the thirty second transaction interaction because physical media is fucking dead, and it kind of stinks a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you just don't have that, and and you'll never have that. Yeah, you will only have the garbage side of the reviews. You'll <laughs> he will only for his whole life. I mean, he'll I guess he'll have reviews from me. He sure. can come to me and just be like, right. what was this? You know? Yeah, I can send you a text. Dad, what'd you think of that? Right. Exactly. But yeah, he doesn't have that outsider opinion. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Dude, it's fucking weird to think about. It it really is. And I I I want to wrap on cassette tapes and vinyl quick because vinyls ha- are have become pieces of work artwork again. Oh yeah. Much like the CD booklet, right? Like that whole same thing, even with the video game, like you said, like I get it and there's a booklet in it and there, there's a piece of art on the cover and it's stuff like that. And vinyl has completely done that. I have vinyl. I don't have a record player, <laughs> but I have vinyl because they become pieces of art and I think they look really fucking cool. And that's good enough for me. There is a bunch of people that are like, man, this is this is the only way to listen to music. It's so analog. And I'm like, yeah, that shit was all recorded fucking digitally so it doesn't matter the version that's on itunes is the true version you're just getting fed an analog signal of a digital product so you're high don't kid yourself (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) stop fucking lying to yourself check the actual facts but uh you know obviously if somebody's lucky enough to get a remastered or like not a remastered but like an actual press of like led zeppelin and they were like oh yeah no we press this from the original recordings like good okay so then you are hearing the real version but i'm going to tell you right now that wiz khalifa fucking vinyl that you bought that was mastered for itunes they just pressed it to vinyl so not the same thing right uh but cassette tapes is like i don't even know why tapes are still around (laughs) i read a thing that said cassette tapes are making a comeback because people have old cars with cassette players in them uh what how Um, many where the fuck is this an up north opinion that we are just experienced because our cars rot away because dude when we were buying cars in the early 2000s cassette players were already rare in cars so there's no fucking way that's happening in 2020 i had a 90 i had a 93 pontiac bonneville that had a cassette player Mm -hmm. and i think that was like that was on the outs. 
and that was a pretty specific body style, mm-hmm. I can't. I see cars all the time, and I cannot think of any of them that aren't collectors that have a cassette like that, that are in that era, right? That are still around. Yeah, it's either it's either the cars are are before that mm-hmm. still exist mm-hmm. because they're awesome. <laughs> or they're like, because like an early '90s car, nobody's holding on to that shit unless no. it's like a Lambo or something, right? Like nobody's like, hey, you know, I gotta like not even an early '90s vet anymore is like a thing, or an early '90s Mustang. <laughs> early, yeah, late '80s, no. early '90s vet was yeah. the worst era vet ever. Right? Yeah. Nobody. Yeah, people. I, <laughs> I literally, uh, <laughs> it was kind of a jerk thing to say the other day but i was at a gas station and there was a girl behind the counter that was ringing me up and she's like oh look at this little vet here and it was pulling in and it was like a junky old like late 80s black corvette and and she said it like she was excited and i was just uh-huh. like <laughs> and i just was like uh me and you could both afford that like it's you shouldn't you can afford that on your gas station no yeah. offense you can right. afford that on your yes, gas station yes that's why that's why I threw in like me and you right both, exactly like trying to be like we're on the same page here sister yeah. you know You're like right. <laughs> you, you can you can totally that buy that worth shit yeah and it's just like uh no that thing is fucking garbage. Don't be impressed. <laughs> you know why he's driving it in the winter like this? Because that's the only car he has. He has, yes. Because <laughs> you could buy that too. You know, like it's right. not, that thing's garbage. Corvette doesn't mean that it's nice all the time. Like right. what he has Mistakes is a, were made. <laughs> right. What he has is a lot of fucking headaches too. <laughs> he has a high performance vehicle in the winter. In the, in the winter in the worst era that it was made so he's got like highly tuned everything for that era but it was a bad era and (laughs) you got some issues that's not a good one yeah and i get like cassette tapes were small and convenient and they were a thing for the time but then the cd comes along and there's no rewinding i mean it's the same with vhs tapes like we just said i don't think we have a vcr anywhere around because blu-rays or yeah. because DVDs work. Like, not even not <laughs> even the rewinding. Like you just skip exactly to the song you want. Like you can right. you can skip the song you don't like, you know? Right. Yeah. Like there there was there was times where you know there were the singles that would come out so you could listen sure. to just that one song one that song. was on the radio, but not every artist out there puts out like every song you like. But when right. you had like a, a front cassette, to back album. Yeah, when you had a cassette, you're like, all right, well, I have to uh, wait until wait. I get done with this or I have to hit the button, wait a little bit, hit the play, and then it starts. And then I'm like, <laughs> nah, not quite there. Not quite yeah. there. A little couple more seconds. Yeah, you get that. You get that. <laughs> hit it again. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. all of a sudden the CD Even comes you out. You skip to the song because you fucking drop the, you could pick up the needle and drop it and go like, yeah, that's about track eight. Oh, yep. Right. Just wait a few seconds. I pretty much nailed it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And like you said, the needle thing, I think there was even some of them that had it where you could like hit a button that knew 
you know, we'll just hop the needle this much further forward, and mm-hmm. it'll, like you're mm-hmm. you're going like the thirty mm-hmm. second button on yeah. like the new media, right? right. Where you're just like, yep, and it automatically jumps that many seconds. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, right, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's why I call bullshit on this whole tape thing for sure. I think it's just an, it's a complete nostalgia thing of tape people is, who are like man tapes were cool oh, remember and fucking remember when i was a 15 year old in 1993 and i had all these fucking tapes yeah. it's like yeah that's why you're buying tapes still because yeah, you, you feel like it was like taking you back to your childhood right but let me tell you as somebody who grew up on cds i'm only buying collector cds from now on after getting the run the jewels and hearing the quality difference and knowing not hearing any quality difference i'm like fuck them fuck them cds are dead yep and you're gonna think that uh the tapes are cool until you try to take it out of your tape player, which what, where the fuck did you even find? Where did you like, find that? <laughs> it's going to cost extra money because now it's back to the point of where it was before <laughs> where people have to go out of their way to manufacture this stuff. It's not yep. like it's just everybody's buying these. Right. So now you got a tape player, then you put your tape in the tape player and it's, the tape player you only bought for this tape that you bought for whatever reason. And then you try to take the tape out and it does that whole thing where the tape just like gets stuck in there and you fuck, <laughs> you fuck both of them up in one shot. <laughs> Boom. And there it goes. Your tapes ruined, your tape players ruined. <laughs> and now you're just like, oh, what the fuck? Why did we do this? Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's stupid. You went back in time, dude. You shouldn't have done that. <laughs> shouldn't have done that. <laughs> you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Oh fucking um, a man! Hey, right. but I gotta so <laughs> just because I thought that I wasn't giving justice with the examples that I had before. I don't even know what movie this was for. I put in Rotten Tomatoes, clicked on a movie, went to an uh, uh, a review. Oh my god! Just, we are gonna wrap the. We are going to wrap the <laughs> podcast on a Rotten Tomatoes review. I have read by Tim Wagner. I have no (laughs) idea. Let's go. I have no idea what this movie is or who this person is, but it, it, you know, this is the kind of garbage that my son and your daughter and whoever has to deal with these days instead of the old interaction that we used to get. But now you get like, you know, uh, how was this movie? And you get some dumb bitch like this going, this is this is lip gloss misanthropy. Is that how you say that word? Yeah. I don't even know. Like that's yeah. the shit. Like you're using words that who the yeah. fuck uses those words? <laughs> you have to this, Google the fucking word. Yeah, in the yeah. Review, so it totally right. takes you out of the review in the first place. Yeah, this is a lip gloss misanthropy package. This feminist manifesto, clever but not smart, cynical without being perceptive of particularly passionate women are angry for good reason they also deserve better movies than this one like if i would have went to a movie store back in the day and said what do you think about this movie and you get somebody that says some shit like that to your face (laughs) you're just like uh, you would just be like yeah okay so so i won't come back here you weirdo yeah so, what's the what does your name say tame say jan all right well the only thing i got from this of what you said is that you don't like it 
<laughs> I heard <laughs> you say that, you, that was it. Jan doesn't like this movie. <laughs> and That's I'm, what my brain did. Yeah. As much effort as you put into every word you just said, my brain yes. just Jan right. does not like this movie. And yep. the way Jan fucking just worded that, I right. will never talk to Jan again because that was an asshole way of putting that. Exactly. And I'm going to remember this name so I can tell my wife the next time she's in there where she's just like, you know, she's wondering about a movie and she's going to go ask. And I'm like, well, don't fucking ask Jan. Don't ask Jan. She's trying way too fucking hard. Yeah. To yeah. impress people. <laughs> yeah. She's just trying to impress you. She's not giving a real review. She yep. just wants you to think that she's a smart person because she uses big words. Right. And not just her. All of them. That's what you get with all these fucking idiots these days <laughs> with the reviews. I can't stand it. You know? <laughs> you know? Just <laughs> one, more, one more example for everybody. You know, you're you're in the movie theater. This is this is what the movie store. Picture yourself back in the day, if you've never, you know, you've never been there. Paint if, the picture. If, if you've never been there before, if you're a young child and and you're starting to listen to this stuff, and you're walking around and there's and there's movies everywhere. There's posters on the wall, you know, of of the movie trailer, uh, not the trailer, but the, the movie the, poster. The, the like movie, movie poster. Yeah, that. the movie poster that that you see outside of the theater and. And they're trying to get you to to rent this movie with just one picture, and then you're and then you're seeing all this stuff and you're looking at all of them and, you, and the cases you can read the back of the cases and and they kind of give their two cents and you're thinking about it and you're like, but I don't I don't know what they're saying here sounds like something I would want to see, but I don't know, so I'm gonna go up to the the thing. That's what I'll do. I'll go talk to this guy. He probably knows. And I go, hey man, do you know anything about this movie? And then he says. Uh, it's manipulative and nihilistic. It forces a ruthlessly honest performance from Carrie Mulligan to play along with its provocative booby trap plot that comes riddled with gotcha moments. I go, she, did you like it or not? The fuck? And you, go, and you go, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Was that a positive review or a negative review? Jesus Christ. Did I say lethal weapon? Is that what I asked for? <laughs> I, just, I feel like that doesn't. God wait, damn! Wait, I don't know. Even... What? what the fuck? <laughs> I'm gonna go get some chicken strips, dude. Honey, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting a movie tonight. You completely ruined it. I'm just gonna eat my sorrows. Just be sad about. Like now, I have to listen to people like you when I want to know if a movie's good or not. <laughs> Chicken never let me down. <laughs>